Girl, Your Journey Starts Here focuses on helping women in business master their mental health and entrepreneurship. Hosted by Olivia B. Shepard, Transformation Biz Coach, this podcast presents the best content on business, self-development, mental health, and self-care. Based on a completely different approach than other similar podcasts, Olivia also narrates how this content applies to womanhood, feminism, and everything in between. With Olivia, you will have your moment of transformation no matter where you are in your life. Happy Friday, happy Friday, and welcome back to another episode of Girl, Your Journey Starts Here podcast. I am your host, Olivia B. Shepard, your transformation and business coach. I help women like myself master entrepreneurship and their mental health. All righty, so thank you all for tuning in. Um, for those of you all who are new, welcome, welcome. For those of you all who are returning listeners, I couldn't do this without you all. I thank you so much for listening to me. Um, it's been my pleasure. Again, I'm, I like meeting people who for the first time heard my podcast and, you know, be like, girl, you keep it real or girl, I love your podcast. You, you know, you're so transparent. Da, 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 da. That's who I am, period. You know, that's why I started the podcast. That's why I wanted it to, um, to, that's why I needed my own podcast because I wanted to bring awareness to each of you all who are trying to heal. And, you know, my podcast might not be for everybody. And guess what? I'm okay with that as well. So thank you all if you are listening today. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So let's jump right into today's episode. Change your life as much as you change your weeks. Now, I know that is a really, really crazy topic, okay? Well, no, not topic, but title okay but it came to me this morning or yesterday morning I'm sorry um I was of course um scrolling through social media and you know and it baffles me when I see women and especially some some of the women that I know um and some of the women that I mentored and seen there behind the scenes and it baffles me that they think it that they're gonna put on a new hairstyle, new wig. You know, I'm gonna go for a walk. I'm gonna meditate. I'm gonna do all these things, but I'm not gonna change. I'm not gonna change my bad habits. I'm not gonna change the people I hang around. I'm not gonna change my boyfriend or spouse. I'm not gonna change um, and get a brand new job or start a business. I'm just gonna change the way I look on the outside, so you all will will think I got it going on. And it's funny because, of course, I know these people or I've mentored some of these people or coached them, and I know they don't, you know, and that's not an insult, but I know that they are afraid of change, okay? And that's what my topic is about today, this episode is about, okay? Change your life as much as you change your wigs. You are entitled to change. You can do change, Okay, people think that changing is so hard. I mean, yeah, it's hard, but it's so necessary. You know, how are you expecting not to change, but you want a different life and different results? You don't have you don't have you 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 just want to wake up one day and everything is different. 
It doesn't work like that. It's not a magic trick. So the day that you're putting on your new colored wig, you should be going out thinking, okay, well, this is going to be the day that I change my friends. Okay, I'm going to put on this new color wig. This is going to be the day that I change the, 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 the spouse I have. This is going to be the day that you decide that, okay, I'm going to change my life by setting boundaries. Or this is going to be the day that I learn something new so that I can better myself. So you putting on that new hair and the makeup and taking walks in the park with your little pictures and, oh, I'm meditating and I'm doing all these things, but that's not going to help you if you are still toxic. See, this is why I love self-evaluation. People who know me and I put it in, in my Facebook group, my biggest thing about change and healing and transformation and growing is self-evaluation. Take responsibility for your own shit. You're the toxic person. You're the person who isn't getting it right. It's not everybody else. So you're going to go take a walk, put on your new wig, get your hair and your nails done, and then you're going to go back to talk to your toxic friends who ain't doing nothing. You're going to go back to the same job that you know that you are capable of doing so much more, but I'm going to return to the same job because, you know, it's comfortable. I'm going to put on my new hair and my new wig, and I'm going to, you know, flaunt for, you know, do it for the gram and do it for the book when I'm dying inside. Because guess who that person was? It was me. It was me. You know, how am I qualified to talk about this? So, girl, you don't know. Yes, I do. Because I was you. I told, you know, I told the, the, the expensive bags, the hair, the nails, the weave. Oh, I had it all together. At least I looked like I did. But I didn't. Deep down inside, I was broken. And I'm still trying to heal from being broken. Deep down inside, I was in pain. Deep down inside, I knew I wanted better. And so I, in order to get that, I needed to change. So I had to change starting with what my life was like. I was ripping and running with men, you know, sleeping with men, doing things with men that I had no business doing with men. Now, I'm not knocking anybody, but I'm talking about me. But when I decided that I wanted to be a wife, what did I do? I changed the habits that I was, you know, um, exhibiting when it came to men. So I no longer dated anymore for like a year. Y'all know I told y'all the story all the time. I, I waited a year before I met my husband. I know it sounds unbelievable to some of my old friends like, seriously? Oh, no, seriously, I did. And guess what? I waited and it happened. It, it took, um, what, it took the year. And then it happened. It might have been a year and five months, I think. And then it happened. And what did I do? I changed the people that I started dating. I no longer, you know, accepted men that, you know, that's just wanted sex from me. You know, I don't tolerate that stuff anyway. That That's never been me anyway. But I changed some of the things that I was doing in order to get ready for my husband. Okay, I changed the people that I started hanging around when I moved to my into my first apartment, which was section eight. I decided that I was not taking those same girlfriends with me. 
I decided I was not going to let them stay in, up in my house because they already knew. They was like, oh, okay, we finna get ready to party. No, Yang. First off, I had a five-year-old. Secondly, this was a two-bedroom. And third, I was on Section 8. So I wasn't about to have all these people all running in and out of my house like I used to do at theirs. That's because they didn't have, they didn't care. And to this day, guess what? Some of them are still in the projects and some of them are still on Section 8. 20-something years later. Again, I'm not knocking Section 8. And this is not a knock on you if you are on Section 8. But sis, you need to be trying to figure out a way to get off of it if you're over 40. And you ain't never been on off of it. And you own it because you're scared to get off. If I get off Section 8, who's going to pay my rent? Uh, you. You, sis. Because being on Section 8 is comfortable. You're scared of change. You know, I used to hear people talk, you know, I want me a house and I want to be able to sit on my porch and I want me some flowers and I want all of this. You ain't finna get all of that on Section 8. Again, not knocking it, but going to what I'm saying is change. You got to do something different. So when I did all those things, when I knew that I was going to be moving into my Section 8 apartment, I wasn't bringing those people with me, and I didn't bring them. Change. Yeah, I was kind of lonely at first. You know, me and my little boy was there together, five years old. I didn't know how to cook. I didn't have a car at this time yet. Um, I was, I was, just, you know, it was boring. It was boring because I was used to like, you know, have hanging out, doing things, you know, ripping and running with my kid, you know, with my other girlfriends. But guess what? When I decided to move into my own place, I wanted to change. And it was lonely. But it was good. Okay. Second change I made in my life. When I decided that I wanted to get off Section 8. I didn't like, y'all know my story. I don't like people. I didn't like people coming in and out my house. This was 20 something years ago. I didn't like people coming in and out my house doing inspections and having to watch who I know, you know, to make sure they don't call and, you know, to tell the Section 8 people about me. I wasn't with all that crap. That's too much. And y'all be hollering about the government and y'all don't want to get vaccine shots, but you want to be on Section 8. Uh, the government tracking you, the government in your business. Y'all priorities be so screwed up to me. Uh, make, make, make it make sense. It, and, and it doesn't. But that's why I decided, okay, I'm going to get off. Yeah, it was like, oh, okay, you know, okay, I got this 500 something dollar rent. I'm only paying 75 So if I get off Section 8... Who's going to pay my rent? Well, by this time, I was building a business. Well, no, I was still working for someone. And then i that's when I started the business. Well, guess what? I needed the Section 8 for a hot second because I hadn't saved up some money. So it was okay for me to quit my job and start the business. But guess what? When they started digging in your business to see what you're doing and filing your taxes, rent was going up. So it was getting to the point where I was paying half the $500 rent. It was no longer $75. It was no longer $25. It was starting to get to $467. Well, if it's already $467, I'm only saving how much? I could pay my full rent. So I got off. And I made changes, even though I was ripping and running, you know, in and out of town at this time. Me and my son was living lavish, you know, buying good clothes, whatever. I made the change that, okay, now I got rent. 
I changed. And I've been off Section 8 for 20-something years. It's easy. It's not, you know, and especially if you don't have, now if you have little children in your own Section 8, I have no problem with that because most of the time you're, you're working like me to get off of it. This is to my Section 8 people who are 40 and over with children, 20 and over. It's time to get off. That's unacceptable. I'm sorry. You ain't no diva on Section 8. It, it, it just don't work that way. Sorry. But change. I made the change to do that. And you can make the change to do that. So the next time you're putting on your wig, think about the changes you want to make in your life. So every time you put on your wig, think about some new change that you want to make. I mean, you will change your wig every single week, every other day, but won't make one change to your life that will last you a lifetime. We're supposed to grow and change. We're not supposed to stay the same. We're not supposed to keep the same friends forever. And I'm talking about friends that just come and go. I'm not talking about like lifelong friends because they are lifelong friends. But I'm just talking about the people y'all y'all just sitting around drinking with, smoking weed with, sitting on the porch with, gossiping with. You're not supposed to be with these people forever. You're not supposed to be in toxic relationships where you are being demeaned or you're not getting what you're supposed to be getting out of the deal. You're not supposed to be doing that. You know, change your wig and then change your friends. Change your wig, then change your partner. Change your wig, then change what you want to do with your life. You want to go back to school? Do it. You want to start to uh, start a new job? Go do it. You want to start a business? Go do it. Why is it so hard to do things that's going to make your life better? See, putting on that wig and makeup and taking walks, ain't none of that going to help you if you're still miserable. It's not going to help you if you're still the toxic one. It's not going to help you if you're going to still continue the same bad habits as soon as you get back from your walk. It's not going to help you if you're still going to meditate. You're going to go meditate for 15 minutes, 20 minutes, however long you're meditating, and then get back up and go sit on the porch with the same toxic people. It's just not going to help. And I don't understand for the life of me why people think that changing means what? What do y'all think change means? I mean, because if it's not for the better, then what else could it be? What is? What are you afraid of? There were a lot of changes I made in my life. And I told you all, y'all know the story. You know, when I decided to get baptized, people laughed at me. Well, I got baptized because I I didn't understand being baptized um, at an early age. I knew I was. I think I was, excuse me, I think it was about nine, eight. I don't know. I I don't, I remember it being done, but I don't know, remember, remember what the hell it meant. But when I got baptized, what, about four years ago? For the first time as an adult, I understood it. Change. Yeah, people laughed at me. They called my church a cult. 
you know, because I was really into the church at this time. I really thought these were some genuine people when I found this church. But I had to make that change myself, and it was for me. They laughed. Yes, they laughed. Yes, they called um, the church names. Yes, they thought I was being a weirdo, but it didn't matter because it was for me. No, people are not going to understand your change. You know why? Because, you know, most of the time the people, especially if you're hanging around sorry people, see, when you start changing, they're going to start saying, well, you think you're better than me. That's because their lives are screwed up. And ain't nobody supposed to be out here making themselves better. Believe me, trust me, I experienced that. When I, y'all know the story, when I wanted to become Olivia instead of Fran. People kept saying Fran, kept saying Fran, and I, and I can't explain to them. That's no longer because, see, when they wanted to keep me as Fran to keep me associated with that name so that they can associate my, my, new, my old behavior with that name so that, that was who they were comfortable with. See, they didn't like Lady O. They didn't like Olivia. They don't like that name because that means I, I intimidate them. Who am I to change? Who am I? You know, I, y'all know I, uh, I explain me getting out of my, my family is like being in the mob. Like people suck you in. They suck you back. No, I named you Fran. That's your nickname. You're going to stick with it because that's who you are. I wrote a post on Facebook the other day about how I had to go get my fingerprints done. And this was the first time that I hadn't gotten fingerprints done because I was being arrested. I got arrested all the time. I was turning things out all the time. And I'm so glad that I changed that life because, you know, now police is killing people. And guess what? I could be a Sandra Bland with my mouth. Because unlike most of the people who are complying with police officers, I didn't do that. I questioned authority. I needed to know what you was arresting me for and why are you telling me to shut up and blah, 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 blah. But guess what? If that probably had to happen now, if I, had to, if I hadn't changed, I probably would be dead now. Because these polices out here ain't playing but I made the change. So when I got the fingerprints done, it didn't matter to me what they were going to bring up 10 years, 15, 20 years ago, because that's not who I'm in, I am anymore. Regardless of what people think about me, regardless of what people say about me. See, people keep this mental image of their mind of who I am because it intimidates them to think about the new me. And I experience on all sides, my husband, my family, some friends, some church members, some people on Facebook. I experience it all the time. So people have to keep this mental image of me as being friend. Because also when people don't, when people ridicule you and laugh at you and say things about you, it's because they're intimidated because they don't want to change. See, they're not ready to change. So when you start changing, now they think you're going to make them change. Or, you, you know, they're going to start thinking, well, now she's going to come up here talking with all this. And da, 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 da. Oh, I experienced that too. The story of me going um, sober for a year. 
And I, I told the story of my niece graduating high school and we had the, 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 the graduation party. And the first thing my family members were like, you ain't drinking. You ain't drinking. So let me get this straight again. And I say this all the time. Now, which friend, which, which person you want, the drunk me or the new me? Because what they do is they suck you back in because that's when they tell you. See, I knew you weren't, I, all that was a lie. You was fronting. And that's why you don't change. Because you are you don't want to go through that part of the change. But that's what change is. And you have to do it. Because you're not going to be, you're going to stay stuck. You're going to stay miserable. You're going to stay depressed. You're going to stay in that cycle of, of, of toxic behavior because you will not experience and step out and start changing. You look good when you change your hair, but that's only changing the outside of you. It's nothing, it's doing nothing for the inside. You're still that same toxic person, that same person who's making bad choices, that same person who's repeating cycles. I don't care if you do have on a red wig or a pink wig or a black wig. You're still the same person on the inside. That's why when y'all do see me do my hair or and I put, I take pictures, see when I take pictures on Facebook and I put up cute pictures on myself, it's because I've been doing the work behind the scenes. I'm not doing it no longer because I am just showing off because that's who I used to be. No, when you see me take a picture, it's because I am working on myself. I have worked on myself. I have changed in my life. And no, a lot of people don't see it. Well, no, they see it. They, they don't care because it intimidates them. But that's not my problem. That's theirs. So I change anyway. So I'm going to give you three reasons why you don't embrace change. Because a lot of people get the misconception about change. You know, I get a lot of people that come to me, well, how do, how do I change? Like, 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 like it's like, you know, it's, you know, just like how you put the wig on, you change your thoughts. You can start with there. When you put your wig on, you need to say to yourself, now nah, I'm not going to let these negative thoughts get in my head today. Not underneath this new wig. There you go. You're starting to change. It's not hard people. Y'all are making it hard. What did my t-shirt say? Life isn't hard. You're just hard-headed. And that is so freaking true. I was this person. I do not preach or coach to you all because I just want to. No, I'm telling you the things I went through, the things I struggled with. And change was one of those things. I didn't want to change. I wanted to stay in my mobbed up family because that's, I wanted to be who they wanted me to be because they felt now. And it's, and it's so funny because they didn't think highly of the person I was. Oh, they, they, they told me how bad I was constantly. I grew up being this person when I grew up and they hated me. My, my, my aunties hated me. My, my mother, to this day, I don't know if she hates me. I just think she just dis, really just disliked me. 
but she put up with me because I was a child and because, you know, saving face. But they hated that person. And this, the moment I decided to change, they hated that one too. That's when I realized there's no pleasing these people. So hell, either I'm going to change or I'm not going to change, but either way they're going to talk about me. So I might as well change. And that's what I did. So three reasons why you don't embrace change. Number one, you are afraid to go it alone. Remember I told you, when I moved into my apartment, I had to let all of those friends go. And there were days when it was just me and my boy. Nobody was calling my phone. Nobody was showing up to my house drinking. It was kind of lonely. Me and my boy would sit and watch movies all day. You know, we, you know, I would take him out and do things like that. But I kind of miss, you know, my homegirls. But I also knew that my homegirls were doing nothing. And they didn't understand that I didn't have this weed smoked out house. They didn't understand why I didn't have a bunch of ghetto dudes hanging around me all day. Well, that's what you did in your apartment. I didn't want to do that in my apartment, especially around my boy. I was very particular about who I brought around my son. And I didn't want to do that. So I decided that Okay, I'm going to have to go this thing alone. And I did. And guess what? I met other people. I, I met my, one of my good friends, and he's gone to this day. Well, not dead, but, you know, of course, we moved our separate ways. But I met, like, the best dude. Like, I'm always friends with dudes. Like, I love me a good gay friend. You hear me? But this dude was my dude. Like, I met good people in my building. I've had my share of bad people in my building. But I got through those years by changing. And I never looked back. Now, I, I, don't, I haven't seen any of my old friends. I see them every maybe two to three years out and about. It's because I, st- I don't no longer hang out in different sections. My sister is one of those people who, you know, will tell me, I've seen so-and-so. It's because she hangs out in the same places. I don't. I've never, I haven't been in some of them places in years, but I'm pretty sure if I go right, I can go right now on any street in South Carolina that I used to hang out with. And I bet you those same people are there and I'll still see them if I went there, but I changed the places I went. That's another thing too. You have to change the places you go, the people you see when you start changing. Number two, you're comfortable and you make excuses for it. It's going back to the section eight thing. See, you, you, you say you stay on section eight because you say, I'm going to save up my money because I'm going to do this. No, you're not. Because guess what? You're on section eight. You ain't got to work. So you just kind of chilling and you make excuses for it because you know, you're comfortable or you don't change because you don't see any problem with you. So you would make excuses where I'm not the problem. It's my cousin or it's my mom and them. It's my boyfriend. No, it's you, boo. If your children are acting out, they don't want to be around you. If your friends are don't want to be around you. If you are like really just sitting around every time you go around this chaos and this mess, it's you. And you don't change because you're comfortable with you. you you're comfortable with you and you make excuses for yourself. So, you know, you, you sit and be that same toxic person the entire time. And then you wonder why life doesn't get better. 
why are things not changing for me? You know, and I'm telling you, changing that wig ain't going to help it if you don't do any self-evaluation. Taking responsibility for your own shit. Sorry about the explicit language, but I'm still working on it. I mean, I'm not where I need to be yet with my little mouth, but I'm getting there. Okay? Because change. Number three, you are afraid of what others will think about you. I experienced that. I still experience that. People don't see me as a coach, a life coach. Who am I to be a life coach? Hell, I went through so much in my life, I should be teaching other people what not to do and how it's going to go and what the struggle going to be like. People are not, what did I just tell you? They hated who I was when I was fraying, cussing, fussing, turning things out, police being called. They hated that person. They hated the, the foul mouth me. But then when I, I changed into Olivia, when I transformed, and I'm not going to say changed, I transformed into Olivia, now they hate that person too. Now I'm bougie. Now I think I'm all that. Now I think I know everything according to what my niece told me. Well, I do know a lot. No, I don't know everything. But some of the stuff y'all be going through, I know all about it because I did it. And I changed who I was. But they hated that person too. So what are you supposed to do? Just stay stagnant because other people don't want you to change? You're going to just stay the same raggedy person all your life because it makes sense and it feels comfortable to other people around you. See, if I change, I don't have to explain why I change. That's another thing. And that's why I'm going to be talking, I'm teaching the self set boundaries class because you all are so busy worried about having to explain to people why you're changing. You don't owe nobody an explanation. I don't care who it is. I don't care who it is. It could be your mama. It could be your kids. It could be your brother, cousin. I don't care who it is. Your spouse, your boyfriend. And, and you know, and I teach this to a lot of my clients. A lot of, and this is, and this is just a bonus one, but a lot of you all are afraid to change because you are afraid that some of the people that you do, you think you love or have in your life will fall off. I know this because I went through it. You're not going to be able to take everybody with you on your transformation journey. You don't see, you know, when that, when that butterfly comes out that cocoon, that butterfly is all alone. That butterfly didn't have family. That butterfly didn't have friends. That butterfly didn't have nobody sitting around, hanging around, waiting on them. When that butterfly comes out of her shell or her cocoon, she's all alone, starting a new journey by herself. Now, I don't know specifically if they go get out the cocoon and go find their other butterfly family or other butterfly. I don't know if they go actually do that, but I'm just going to assume that the family's long on, you know, say if, you know, if you're a butterfly, you're flying, maybe your family now is Australia 
or your family was caught by somebody and, and living in a, a butterfly zoo. You know what I'm saying? But you get, you know, okay, I'm wearing the metaphor down, right? <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. That butterfly came out of that cocoon by herself. When she changed, there was nobody else around. And that's what you all are going to have to get used to. You can't change and worry about what other people are going to think about you. It's not for them. It's for you. So be like the butterfly. Go float around to different places, different new things. That's the same thing I tell my husband. You know, he, like I said, he gets upset with me because he's like, I have no friends left. Well, in the 16 years you were married, you didn't meet any new friends. You know why? Because he, excuse me, was comfortable not going to meet people. Whereas as long as I've been married, I've met plenty of people. Like my one of my besties right now is was my next door neighbor. You know why? Because I went outside and I talked to people. Y'all make excuses for not changing because it's in your mind that, well, if I talk to this person, this person ain't going to be good. You're already pessimistic about life. I told him he's a walking, talking Eeyore. That's who I used to be, but I, I just can't be that person anymore. Life is not good right now. Things are going, you know, I have some things that I'm battling right now. But I also know that life does get better and that you do go through seasons. And as painful as the season I'm going through right now, I know that each day I change for the better. Each day something different is going to happen. Each day I get prepared for what may or may not happen. And yeah, sometimes I'm blindsided, but I know that I've changed the way I think about things. So things don't really make me feel the way they used to. I remember if when something unexpected would happen to me and I would throw tantrums, I would have a fit, you know, woe is me. But when I change my thoughts, when I change how I react to situations, now, I, now I'm not telling you it's going to be easy. Because it's still not easy. Everything that I'm going through right now, it's hard. I wake up every day like, God, please give me the strength to do this day. Because I changed. And there's nothing wrong with change. You're going to be glad the day you decided to leave that bum behind spouse or boyfriend alone. Or those those. You know, friends who ain't got nothing going on or that job that you know for a fact you were, you, you know, in your mind, you were built to do so much more. But you're comfortable there. But see, I feel like this. You can't complain about your life if you are not making this, the decisions to change it. You can stop complaining right now. If you are experiencing the same Things over and over and over every day repeating the same cycles. It's your fault now. It's no longer your parents. It's no longer your your upbringing. It's you. Change your life as much as you change your wigs. It's easy. It's possible. You can do it. You just have to want to. Being comfortable 
gets you nowhere. It keeps you stagnant. It keeps you depressed. It keeps you sad. You know, if I didn't change, because, you know, a lot of people also, well, you're extra, you know, you're extrovert and you just go out and you just do everything and I, you just stop making excuses. There, you could go meet another introvert. Like, stop making excuses for not changing. The decisions you are making, you are, these are no longer choice. I mean, these are the choices you're making. The decisions you make to stay the same are now choices. You like this life. You like being exactly the same. And at some point, you're going to have to say, I'm tired of me. I'm tired of this person. Again, I don't care if you put that wig on and you go take you a picture and you post it on the book and stuff of the gram. And then as soon as you get off, you just sitting there. You're empty. Yeah, you got all the likes and the comments on Facebook, but those are just people that's on Facebook. That's not going to take you anyplace else but right there. Change your life as much as you change your wigs. Three reasons why. I'm going to go back over them right quick. You don't embrace the change. One, right? These then y'all know how I am about journaling. Y'all know how I am about keeping a pen and pad right beside you. So y'all catch these. Okay. Y'all catch these notes. Number one, you are afraid to go it alone. Number two, you're comfortable and you make excuses. And number three, You're afraid of what others are going to think about your change. I promise you changing some areas in my life have been the best thing I've done. You have better conversations with people. I don't tolerate idiotic conversations. I don't want to hear about so-and-so and who-and-so because why are we talking about the same people? You, You know, you wouldn't even talk about those people if you weren't still hanging with those people. You know, like I told you, I always tell you the story. And when my sister would call me, I seen your old boyfriend or I seen your old so-and-so. And she would say, why are you so mean? Why are you? Let's stop being mean, sis. It's been 30 years. I haven't seen these people. Tell me about seeing somebody 30 years ago who didn't like me then. Why is that, irre- why is that relevant now? Change does everybody good. It's necessary, and you will be rewarded for it. You will, I promise you, you will. Again, when I moved into my apartment, I lost all my friends. Hell, when we moved to our house, we lost all our friends. But I've gained so much more, and you will too. So that's it. That wraps up the episode today. As always, you all are, you know, please feel free to reach out to me if you have a topic you would like for me to discuss. You know, you don't want to get coached, you know, and you don't want to be mentored. Well, you know, hey, Lady O, can I send you a question? Would you address this topic for me? I always take suggestions. You know, that's why I'm doing the boundaries class because I found a lot of people don't know anything about boundaries or what was the young lady that said yesterday, I'm so nice. I can't set boundaries. I'm too nice of a person. Just because I set boundaries on means I ain't nice. 
I mean, y'all be having that misconception that just because you are a nice person or I got a good heart, I got a good heart too. But I set boundaries. You ain't finna be doing me any kind of way. You just ain't. I don't care who you are. I set work boundaries. I set relationship boundaries. I set family boundaries. I set my child boundaries. I set boundaries. That's what I do. And in my six-week coaching one-on-one program, I think I may add an extra bonus setting boundaries coaching um, in that package as well. So if you all haven't heard, um, I am offering a six-week one-on-one course with me, a heal, grow, and transform one-on-one coaching with me. And we'll go over a lot of things in, in, in those six weeks. So if you haven't, you know, go ahead and check out my website. I think I have it on my website um, or on my social media page. It's, it, it, it'll get into some of the details there. I think I need to update my website. I don't know if it's on my website yet. Um, I guess I'll go do that today. Anyway, also, I have a brand new collection of t-shirts it's going to be from my heal grow and transform collection i am so excited about that and it's and it's all about girl pray girl heal and i my newest t-shirt girl set boundaries that's literally uh, my new t-shirt i'm going to actually print that t-shirt today and i'm going to wear it <laughs> so if you see it come across facebook y'all go ahead and say you know what she said it i'm going to get that t-shirt Set boundaries. It is okay. Setting boundaries doesn't mean I'm a mean person. Doesn't make you, you know, you've been a nice person, going to make you turn you into being a mean person. That's not true. But I'll go over that. So if you all want to catch my, um, I, I said I was going to do a three-day how to set boundary class. Well, I wanted to do a five-day, but I found out that people by the fifth day kind of get, you know, lagged and bored. So I think I'm just going to do three days on how to set boundaries. And if you are looking to join, please email me, DM me. I definitely will include you in the class and give you the time um, and the dates that I actually will start those. Um, one little note, I may not do a podcast next week. Um, my grandbaby is coming into town on Monday. I haven't seen him in a year, so I'm super excited about that. He's going to be with us for a couple of weeks. So if I don't do a podcast next week, it's because I am enjoying my Gigi time. Um, he, I just can't wait. He seems, he's such an awesome little kid. He's growing up so fast. So I am going to do Gigi things, things I don't usually do. <laughs> With kids, I'm going to do some GG things, water parks, carowinds, for those of you all who live in South Carolina know what carowinds is, um, take them out to eat, go kid places, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that, so if you don't get a podcast episode next week, then that is why, but I definitely will return the week after that, so until then, um, I'm going to need you all to get it together, I'm going to need you all to embrace change it's good it's necessary yes it's gonna be a little hard yes you may have to go it alone but it's so worth it it is so worth it i am praying for you all thank you all for tuning in especially my regulars i love you all thank you all for keeping me you know my stats going up i'm thoroughly enjoying 
um, coming to you all every Friday. It, it, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's therapeutic for me, and I enjoy talking to people and having people listen. And for the new subscribers, I hope you become a regular listener. Um, all podcast episodes drop every Friday. Um, I've managed to do really good, but, you know, sometimes life happens. But most of the time, you can go back and listen to some of the old um, podcasts. They're really good. <laughs> um, I love my interview shows as well. I haven't done any interview shows um, in, a, in a little minute because I've been so busy with the T-shirts and, and doing some coaching behind the scenes. But um, I'm super excited that you're here, and I hope that you do return again. So until... Next week, if I decide to do one, I hope that you all will have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy your time outside now that the world is back open. Be safe, you know, be aware, and know that whatever you're going through right now is only temporary. It's only temporary note to self as well (laughs) so have a great weekend thanks guys you've been listening to girl your journey starts here if you've enjoyed this episode please feel free to subscribe rate and leave a review on your preferred podcast listening platform we really appreciate that effort tune in next time for another episode with your host olivia b shepherd until then